What up, everybody? Welcome to the Oasis Podcast. We're here. It's Brennan again, and then I've got Ben. What's up, guys? And Jaina. Hi. <laughs> so it's the same Oasis staff, same people, but we got a different topic for you. It's an every week kind of thing. I hope you're on board by now. If you're not and you're just joining us, you can always go back and listen to the old podcast or just start where you're at right now. That's the beauty of kind of the one-off 20 to 30 minute just topics is you can pick and choose which ones you want to listen to. We've picked them strategically because we think they're things we want to talk about and think things people want to hear about. So if you ever have something, I guess, that you just really want us to talk about, you could always hit us in our Instagram or Facebook DMs and just let us know. No Just, pro- just DM us. No promise we're going to do it because yeah. if it's crazy. I, I promise we, we will read your DM. We pro- yeah, That's a good promise. Yeah. We can yeah. stick to that. I can, yeah. But really, like, we'd love to hear some of the things Absolutely. we're trying to serve you in this and help you better follow Jesus. So if there's a conversation you want to have, let's talk about it. Um, but today, before we get there, we've got our, our it's kind of like a mixer question. And I, I do not like mixer questions, but somehow we've gotten there where it's just <laughs> like a thing. We have to have a conversation completely off the topic, but somehow we're loosely back tied to in. the topic. Yeah. Huh? So the question is, what's the best trip you have ever gone on? Oh, the best one I have ever gone on. Uh, it's twofold. I went to France and various places or various places in France and London in college for a choir trip. And it was amazing because Europe is beautiful and everywhere we went was gorgeous and really old and historic and I loved it. But it sucked because I was with like eighty people Ooh. in a group and they were choir people. And I loved them. But everybody's looking at you everywhere you go. Yeah. And we're singing in the streets for no reason and it just it was weird but it was awesome flash mob everywhere let's go tower flash mob yeah yeah probably get arrested i would not get arrested yeah i don't know we didn't sing there but well mine is also in europe i went in last february two weeks so did spain and france and portugal it was incredible just it's awesome to be over there so it's it's that simple it's just you got to get over there you got to check it out it's expensive so have to gorgeous well you should it would you, you would like it you would like it yeah i mean it's the food I mean, I'm not. I'm like kind of adventurous. Oh yeah, you do have to adjust a little. bit. Yeah, you got to adjust a little bit. I've never ate more bread in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. Here's Carb. this hard piece of bread. It's delicious to us, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's I would throw this away in my apartment. <laughs> All right, Ben, tell us where you've been. Oh, Minneapolis. Probably went on a trip a couple years ago with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Minneapolis, oh. like in Italy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Minneapolis and Italy. That's terrible. I love that place. It's great. <laughs> hey, when you... <laughs> I'm lost enough. When you give me a question that says favorite trip, for me, it's more about the company than the location. And that's more so because I really haven't gone anywhere. Like, that's the reality. Like, yeah, we went to a honeymoon in Mexico. It was okay. I got super sick. That was fun. Um, but <clears throat> recently, in my 10 years of marriage, any trip that I can take with the Ab Worship Sus too, they tend to be the best. Two years ago, she bought me Vikes tickets uh, for my 30th birthday. And just the whole weekend was awesome. It was just a good weekend for us to get away. We hadn't gone away in a long time. It was just fun. Good weekend. Man, the only thing I got out of that is you are over 30 How years old. <laughs> Listen, this is the this is not the Oasis College podcast. This is the Oasis College and Young Adult podcast. Yeah. And young adult, no, listen. Young adults can rage anywhere from 18 to 50, depending on mental maturity so for me i'll be 70 and still be a young adult i won't make I it to 70 that. this guy just said 50 you're a young adult <laughs> for me we're gonna fact check that we'll get back to you i said mental, mental maturity <laughs> that is crazy welcome to all the 50 year olds listening to the podcast hey, uh, Brent's dad yeah 
boom number guess, one guess number one podcast adult. listener out, Jeff. i do have to say this real quick we're, we're so off topic it's ridiculous my wife started listening to podcasts shout oh, out to Ab. abby love abby. you we love Just you snaps a pretty super supportive wife yeah she loves it she says it's her favorite thing of every day she told me wow she didn't tell me that <laughs> <laughs> okay maybe she didn't tell me that but i think she thinks that i think that's true all right, all right, get back to short-term mission trips. <laughs> and it's, we got to start, we always try to start with just kind of a base definition so everybody knows what we're talking about. If you've never heard this term or if you kind of have a gray area or a cloud around the term in general. So maybe Ben will give it to us, who knows. But what is the definition or just kind of an explanation of the term short-term mission trip? Yeah, I think anytime you go, whether it's, I think, I don't know, we, we're not really a good time frame we've put on it. But anytime you go to purposely serve people, Jesus, and uh, pursue development of becoming more like Jesus, mm-hmm. um, is would be a short-term mission trip. I don't like saying the word trip because it assumes that you have to leave the location you're in to be on a short-term mission. Mm-hmm. I think it's just an extended period of time, one week, two weeks, maybe a month, where you are purposely and intentionally serving people, serving Jesus, trying to just grow, uh, even in faith as mm-hmm. well. And along that definition line, we got a, a little fact for you. Over 2 million Americans, yeah, 2 million, go on a mission trip, short-term mission trip, every year. Every year. That is crazy. That's a ton. That is, that is a huge chunk of probably the church who's taken these short-term Oh, for sure. Yeah. So since we're all pretty young... Um, Come on, nothing. I thought that was a great. I was just gonna I thought that was it. so Hope good. Everybody else knew it was crazy oh, too. I love you guys. I hate you at the same time. Um, so, so in your years of being in church, how many short-term mission trips have you guys been on? Oh boy, um, I went on my first one before I was like real quick into Christianity. Like I'd probably been a Christian less than a year. Okay, and went on a trip to Africa for fifteen days, and then since then I've probably been on three with Oasis and another two or three personally so like seven or eight of them okay a handful yeah Yeah, i've done it a bunch positive and negative experiences so we'll get to that yeah i've been on four that were like very clearly short-term mission trips and then or five and then like four that were like we're calling this a missions trip but it maybe isn't really yeah let's yeah yeah yeah. let's get into that later (laughs) yeah i'm excited for that i'm pumped for that one yeah i had one of those (laughs) okay all right we want to kind of lay another groundwork here for you at the beginning of the podcast before we dive into a little bit more of the content, just letting you know what we hope you can gain out of a conversation like this, because it's kind of a topic where it's a little bit more abstract. Yep. There might be some questions on why we chose to talk about it, but it, it's it's a lot of things in the Christian world that like short-term mission trips are going to come up. Yeah. And maybe some of you have gone on them, and we challenge you as you listen to this podcast, maybe examine and evaluate some of that past experience you have see where um, through this that you've you've had positive experiences and you've done short-term mission trips well and see where you maybe haven't or the trip was a little bit of a letdown or a failure in some ways. Yeah. And let's learn from that. Let's grow from that. But also, if you've never been on a short-term mission trip, let this be an initial conversation for your eyes to be kind of opened to what it can be, what it is sometimes, and what we hope you let it be. Yeah, really, there's, mm-hmm. there's kind of a whole bunch of gray in that. But we believe God has a a goal when He sends a team on a short term mission trip. Well, and even really, yeah, with our and with desire. our yeah, yeah, for sure. And with our yeah. context, we do it every year. Oh, so our yeah. ministry always oh, so like we're going to talk about this. We do this every year. Mm-hmm. We would encourage you to not just think, but pray through, like going on one. So like we want to talk about this, Super so good. you guys know, like, hey, 
This is something we do every year. You're gonna hate if you come to Oasis, Brookings, South Dakota, school year, Sunday nights, eight p.m. Join us, uh, <laughs> Justin Bieber. If you're still listening, that's yeah. a callback from week one. He's gonna lead worship. <laughs> I don't know. And He's got to get approval from pastor first. <laughs> anyway, but mine. we yeah we go on we go on trips, so we wanna we wanna talk about it and and give our experiences like like Brendan said. Also encourage you to pray through. And yeah. Like, is this a calling? Like, you feel like God is asking you to go on something mm-hmm. like this? Totally. So the first thing we're going to hit is the benefits of short-term mission trips. But know that just because we're talking about benefits, on the flip side of that, the negatives are coming. But we want to start positive. These trips have good things inclined. So what are some of the positives around short-term mission trips? Yeah, a couple of them are um, that we get to do personal development, um, develop ourselves and who we are as Christians and how we serve the world. Um, there's like 4,000 unreached people groups in the world who don't know the name of Christ. So if you're going with an evangelical focus to one of those groups, that can be really positive. Um, you get to build community and connections with the people that you go with, the group that you're with. Um, I'll just keep going. You get to yeah, expand. You, going, you get to expand your worldview. Um, it's really easy to to only see the world as the small bubble that we live in, um, but to recognize that the world exists far outside of that and is very very different. And people are different. Cultures are different. Um, and then we get to develop. Um, if you do it this way, you get to develop consistency with the people that you are going to. If yeah. you're going somewhere, um, if you yeah. continue to return to that location. Or, that's really good. I think the first thing you said, personal development. I don't think that's – how should I say this? Um, I think we hit on it in, like, pre-training for mm-hmm. our mission, like, small group mission trips. We do it here well because our uh, community life pastor, he also does, does a lot of missions here at the church, Dave Hopewell. He, like, intentionally trains us, like, really well and purposefully mm-hmm. to, to recognize that we're not going for – like, we're not going to save the world. It's the reality of, like, you will – if you allow yourself to, you will be developed. And so, like, for you two, like, we went on a mission trip this last year. Uh, we had a team that went to Texas, a team that went to Detroit. Brandon, you went to Texas. Danny, you went to Detroit. Mm-hmm. But even in past experiences of short-term mission trips that you guys have been on, where have you seen? How have you seen either pushing into a, a, a mission trip where you weren't personally, like, intentionally on being personally developed, becoming more of a disciple of Jesus? And then on the flip side, like, what have your experiences been in? No, I've seen real development. Um, yeah, just share some experience. Yeah, that's good. I think for for one that it didn't go quite so well. My first Oasis mission trip, like I helped lead in a way, and I'd never done that, so it became for me such a leader focused thing, mm-hmm. and I and I gained less from the experience mm-hmm. of the trip and personally developing and focusing and reflecting and doing the hard work of really investing in myself through that trip because I was so focused on not messing up the trip in general. I mean, we took a group of 50 to Puerto Rico. It was absolutely crazy, crazy, and it was so much fun. But I, I did miss a little bit of the personal development of that trip and what maybe God wanted to work in me through mm. the work we were doing or through the people we were serving. But on, on the flip side, one that probably was really good was the first trip I took to to Africa. I mean, we had for six months, like at least a meeting a month to kind of prep before we went that we would start to pray and prepare for what God wanted to do there. And then every night we would have almost an hour to an hour and a half of like personal alone time or like just for prayer, for journaling, where you could work through that day what God was trying to teach you. So, yeah, that was two examples. One where it went 
okay yeah. and one that went really well. And I walked away with a ton because I let God do that in me. Yeah. Do you feel like the pre-training, the once a month thing actually set yourself up to be able to be developed during the trip? Huge. Yeah. It's huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, Pre-training's what you're going to do beforehand, and we do that at, here at Oasis. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a couple meetings and they can get late and they can feel daunting and different things like that. But it's so influential on how you prep before you go so that when you're there, you've already covered all the prep work so that you can hit the ground running and just continue to live into what God's working in that moment rather than trying to catch up and meet the group and do all that stuff. You know, you should have that and be hit the ground running right when you get there because you only, a short term, you only have so much time there. Yep. So I don't know about you. Yeah. What do you think? Um, yeah, one that I went on in high school, um, it was like all of my closest friends from youth group. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, it was this like, kind of like a party but we went to new york so there was this huge element of like we're in new york we're kind of being touristy (laughs) but we're also (laughs) that was good thank you we're also um you know serving with this missions organization doing this like bbs for kids but there wasn't we didn't ever like what i can remember of it obviously it didn't stick if we did do it but we didn't do any like debriefing at all we didn't do a ton of like um, planning beforehand of even just understanding the, I think the depth of what we were doing. So that for me was a miss because I look back at that trip and all I remember is hanging out with my best friends mm. and going to down mm-hmm. or Times Square. Mm-hmm. Um, a good one for me though is honestly this past Detroit trip, and mm-hmm. I think it is because of Pastor Dave, our community life and missions pastor. Um, just not only the preparation we did before, but I love that every single night we sat down as a group and we debriefed the day and I learned so much from everyone else's experience. Like we all had, we all did the same thing generally every single day, but what God spoke to each one of us and what he was doing in each one's life that as we shared was way more, I think, developmental for me Mm, than I'd ever experienced before. So. I thought that that was a huge, I, awesome. huge I do love the camaraderie, connection, community that does be developed in the pre, like, yeah, the pre-trainings, mm-hmm. whatever, the, the meetings before the trip, during the trip, and then that, what can be post. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's always been one of my favorite things. Uh, I, I've This is the first, how do I say this, mission trip I've, short-term mission trip this last year, the spring break that I've led yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. as, as a pastor of a ministry. Mm-hmm. Gone on a dozen, but never, I've either co-led, but never led. Okay. And so just, I've always appreciated the community aspect of it, the connection portion of, of what it means to just like, you're a team, man. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the better you can be unified and become a team beforehand, it just enhances that during, during mm-hmm. the, during the trip. And I want I, I didn't prep you for this, Shana, okay. but there was, there, I remember when we talked about community, mm-hmm. this idea of connection. And, th- th- and this is why I think short-term initiative can be beneficial is you're going um, with the same group of people that you're attached to in a ministry where you guys are already living year round. And so for you, something switched in your mind where it almost was because you're, you're our worship pastor for the mm-hmm. Oasis ministry for the Grace Point student ministry, um, the, the youth group. And you, you like a, there was a mind shifter in the trip that happened for you from a community aspect. Can yeah. you just share a little bit of, of this idea of like becoming the pastor of the young adults that were your peers to know, like, actually, these are people that we yeah. can mutually mm-hmm. grow and become more like Jesus together. Yeah. I, so when I started this job, I had just graduated from college. And so I came in with this mindset of, like, well, I am the same age as these people, a couple years older of these people that I'm leading, that I'm pastoring. Um, but then as I got here, I realized I am in a different season of life there and still in college. I'm not. Um, and wrestled with this tension of, like, 
I am called to be their pastor, but I'm the same age as them, and I want to be their friends, and how do I balance the two? And so for two years, I had been wrestling of, like, what does it look like to really be in community where I'm pastoring with people that are my age? Um, obviously, my first pastoral job, so I've never done it before, didn't know. Um, and so in that, I kind of distanced myself from getting too, I think, into intimate relationships with mm-hmm. students. Um, still, I mean, there's a handful that I met with one-on-one that I would say I was, like, good friends with. But um, in a larger scale, I'd yeah. kind of distanced myself because I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, but the trip for me was, A, I wasn't in a leadership role yep. on the trip, which was really awesome. <laughs> um to like not have that pressure yep. of like I'm leading this trip. But there was that shift of like I do lead these people every single week, but now I'm here and on this team I am their equal yeah. in status. And so I can be in relationship with them. And I actually feel that because I was able to be in relationship and be vulnerable about what I was learning, what I was doing, that then I'm better I'm able to better lead them now yeah. because some of the things that I shared with them I opened up with them that we've had deeper conversations with after is like they've said to me like you are more relatable to me now mm. because of this experience we've had together yeah. and because you've been real that I think that was the biggest Super shift for profound. me. Yeah. I think and here's why I wanted you to share that. We go with the mindset on a short-term mission trip that we're going to go save the world and help people mm-hmm. yeah. when in reality a lot it's it there, that's an aspect of that without a doubt. I think just to completely blow that off would be a miss. Mm-hmm. But the reality is if we can have our hearts ready to go and pursue, recognize that God wants to do something within our heart to continue to help us grow in faith. And you had that motivation just because you didn't have to lead anything. Yeah, You went with the like, I'm just going to grow in faith. I'm going to serve people well. I'm going to serve God well. Mm-hmm. And I think just something, I just, I yeah. love that in these moments, short, the short-term relationship can give you an opportunity because it gives you time and intentional space just to be able mm-hmm. to hear God move and speak. And there's a the development that happens. And within that, like, you just get stuff like that that I think is just more profound yeah. than we realize. Yeah. Absolutely. No, totally. And I just want to hit on, like, one more of these positives before we kind of get to the, the negative side of short-term mission trips. Negatives. <laughs> I just have become this. I'm going to do that from now on. Just the sound effect yep. guy? Yep. Oh, boo. <laughs> but, uh, no, so one more of the positives is that expanding worldview Jaina kind of touched on. Mm-hmm. And it's so critical because I don't know if you guys have noticed, but if you live in the Midwest... Your worldview can be a little bit small. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to push too many buttons and go much farther than that. <laughs> no, you can go further. Let's go. But you're probably a lot around a lot of evangelical white Christian people. Midwesterners. I mean, yeah, you, Midwesterners. Like you, mm-hmm. that's probably a reality. Is yep. if you li- even like yeah. coming from Sioux Falls, you know that was pretty stereotypical, and it's it's changed a little bit, but it's still pretty Midwestern. So one of the huge benefits of going on these trips is you get to experience places, Puerto Rico, Kenya, New York, L.A., we've done like all that, but also the people and the cultures of those yep. places. I mean, that is huge for you to be able to see and take part of and serve and learn and hear stories and have conversations. Man, it, it has been one of the best parts of going on these trips. Mm-hmm. Because I get to take all these pictures and my Instagram just is popping off. <laughs> Jeez. Get out of here. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm kicking Brennan kidding. off the podcast. No, but I do. I get to see these places and it, I get to meet these people. And it, they, yeah, I can't tying it back into the personal development. Yeah, like, that's good. I can't mm-hmm. give them as much as many of these people have given me. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. they've given me so much and their, their cultures and their, the places I've gone. Like, I could go, like, when I went to Africa and build a school, but. What that what those kids at that school did for me is way mm-hmm. more by teaching me about their way of life. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so 
Now we got to get into the gets you, gets you outside the box yeah, that we yeah, just totally. are in, which is, which yeah. is healthy. We need so to good. we need to see the world mm-hmm. from, and not just from our Midwestern eyes going to different places. It's how do we just let go of that mm-hmm. and just be completely open to what God wants to do in a different context. So yeah, yeah even with the negatives, go ahead. Yeah, um, we got to get there, and I don't know. We'll just read off a handful of them, and then we'll probably dive back in. So some of the negatives are the service projects that we do. Um, we're going to get back in. I know that probably ruffled some feathers. Let's go. I mean, building it, a school, is that really a bad thing? Let it stew. Um, hero mindset, <laughs> checklist men- mentality, and vacation mindset. Oh, boy. Ooh. I mean, this is this is going to get a little little into the... Wanna, I like to say this. We, we're trying to... In short-term mission, we want to push back against the fun uh, finance and finish idea of going on a mission trip. Okay. So so vacation. We go like... Or this idea of missio tourism. Like I use okay, the excuse yeah, yeah, of a mission okay. trip to go yeah. and actually see the world. I think mm-hmm. your New York trip a little bit yeah. is a little kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Like we do that, so like mm-hmm. we want to push back against that. We're not going. It ain't a vacation. Like mm-hmm. it's not for you to go see the world. It's for you to allow God to do something in your heart as you go. Yeah, and to bring and some serve. clarity to that. I mean, I just said like some of the benefits is to see the world and see the places, <laughs> mm-hmm. but that is not the purpose yeah. of the trip. That is a, an aspect of. A benefit yeah. of it, but that is not the purpose. That is not why you are going. Is what Ben is saying mm-hmm. here. Yeah. So let's start with service projects. Why in the world would me building a school, <laughs> painting a house, doing cleaning up a neighborhood? Why could that ever be a bad thing? I'll tell you. Uh, it's all on. We assume we know the context and what they need before we've had the conversation with them. Mm-hmm. And so we, we have this idea of like, I want to go build a house, I want to go serve, and I want to go build the school, and I want to go paint, whatever, and I want to go pour concrete. Mm-hmm. I, I got a story about that. I can share it a little later. Um, <clears throat> but we go with the idea of here's what we think needs to happen, and we have not have a conversation with the people on the ground. Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing in that is, one, we're not actually allowing ourselves to hear from the people what they actually what their needs are in the moment. Mm-hmm. We think we know. Uh, that's a part of us being in our box and assuming we know what the world needs and we can save it. Uh, but then also it's it takes out the idea of, or it, it, by going with that mindset, um, we aren't allowing ourselves to have actually a more kingdom and eternal impact than we could. Like Versus if you allow yourself to know your context, that means that you'd have to partner with someone on the ground who's there. So really the idea of a short-term mission trip is to go and to be an advocate for the mission, for the ministries and churches on the ground, doing the work there to share the gospel, helping them do what God has called them to. Mm-hmm. Not for us to go save the world by building a house. Not that, again, building a house is a good thing, mm-hmm. but we can get it wrong if we don't know the context, if that's not a need. Because mm-hmm. in some of these places, we go build a house. Uh, a, a month later, based off storm season, based off where the house is at or built, it could be taken away and all that work is gone. Another thing is that you were t- potentially taking jobs away and we're ruining the economy as we go and do these things, not allowing yeah. others to do the work. Um, mm-hmm. the people that are there. On the first trip I went on, someone asked like what we were doing and different things like that. And then I had a conversation with someone where they said, what's the biggest need of the people? Like, do they need you to go build that school? Or if you took all the, I mean, it cost us like 4500 to 5000 dollars a person to go over there if you took that money of each person and sent it over there would that do more good than you going over there yourself and building the school and like yes it would have because they would have poured <laughs> that money into their local economy and done all those things so that ties it back i mean it is it's about us too like that personal development is one of the reasons you pay the money to go over there so yeah you can take away the jobs you can hurt the local economies different things like that what about the hero mindset i think we've touched on it a little bit but maybe Jaina will dive in and just bring some more clarity there. 
Yeah. It's really easy um, to paint a picture in your mind of the place that you're going Mm -hmm. and have that mindset, I'm going to fix, whether that's to build a house or to, you know, teach English or, you know, particularly if if you're going somewhere out of the States, um, it's easy to paint this third world picture based on what you've learned in media and whatnot, uh, which isn't always true. Um, to even paint this idea that the people there are deprived and they have this horrible life and we're so much better off than them and Mm -hmm. placing this hierarchy um, in your mind that makes you the hero of the situation. And Brennan, you kind of talked about that with the kids. They taught you more than, or gave you more than they could have, gave you more than you could ever give them. I Mm -hmm. almost said that in all the wrong (laughs) words. But but even like when I went to Detroit, there was a little bit, we had a conversation here and there about, we even had some preconceived ideas about what Detroit was going to be like. And then we got there and we're like, oh, it's just a just a city in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, there's some things that are obviously different from Brookings, South Dakota. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it sets up that hierarchy, which makes us the hero and them less than, and I think not the kingdom of God or not the mindset of the kingdom of God. That's good. Mm-hmm. So next one, checklist mentality. Yeah. What's that all about? Yeah, we go with the idea that it, it's, I think it's twofold. It's when I think of it as a service project or I'm going to just serve, then once I get the service done or project done, I'm done. Mm. And we forget about actually, atta- not attaching, but uh, relationally mm-hmm. trying to just connect with people mm-hmm. and hear about stories and listen yeah. well. Because yeah. um, in that moment, if we can come, again, lay aside our agenda and go recognizing God wants to do with something within our soul. Like for us, we would say we want people to go, yes, with a servant heart, but come back with even more of a servant heart to be able to serve locally. Mm-hmm. If I have a, check, a checklist mindset, it's I'm going to, to finish something, and then once I'm done that week, I'm done with maybe some people have it in their mind, I'm done with mission. Mm-hmm. We call oh, it short-term yeah. mission. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, I'll go on this mission trip. All right, I did my thing. I did my mission mm-hmm. or I did that project. And I, I got it Jesus. done. Yeah. I served yeah. Jesus. Okay, good deal. When in reality, we're always on mission. Mm-hmm. And so I think to, to have this checklist mindset is to say, I'm going, accomplishing something that I'm done until the next time I go. Mm-hmm. And a pushback mm-hmm. against that, the language we tried to use and are going to continue to try to use is that everyday missionary thing. Yeah. Every day, everywhere you go, how are you living on mission yes, serving Jesus? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The last one we want to talk about was vacation versus service. We've touched on it just a little bit, but to bring some clarity to, to finish up that conversation is you're going on this trip to serve Jesus. That's the point of a short-term mission trip if it's done correctly. And in that, you have to check in yourself a consumeristic mentality where this is about me. This is going to um, help me in ways like... I know it can be confusing as we've had this conversation that it is about you, but it's not about you. And it's about the development of you, not serving you. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. you're serving the people and through that being developed. So in the consumerism, it's not that you have the best time ever. It's not that you check all the boxes, get the pictures, um, make sure you get the fun story. It's so that you serve and you come with the servant's heart. So when that means you have to do something you don't want to do, how are you going to Make sure that it's not a vacation, it's a service project. How are you when someone asks you to have a conversation with someone that maybe you're not interested or you're tired or something, how do you continue to push into a servant's heart, trying to live like Jesus and do that and push back against the idea that this is about your comfortability and your fulfillment because it's not necessarily. The last thing we want to talk about is just some expectations we would give to you so that when you go on a trip, because, again, we do these every spring. We believe in short-term missions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just hope that you do it right. So here's some expectations that we want to give to you so that you can have a good trip, a good experience, and really 
come alongside God and what he wants to do in that trip. Yeah, and you'll you'll hear this even from us as we do our pre-training yeah. going in. So, like, an expectation we want people to have is we're <laughs> – I'll just say flexibility because mm-hmm. we'll think we'll have plans and we'll think, like, here's the agenda, here's whatever. But to have a truth – so, ultimately, it's can you have a servant heart no matter where you're going. Yeah. And so, in that, it's be flexible mm-hmm. and be teachable yeah. and be faithful. Mm-hmm. And it's the reality, like, in wherever you're going, like, time stuff's going to change. The yeah. Texas trip – I think brought out more flexibility in the team. I was so proud of the people that we had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was so thankful for the team that God brought together because they were incredibly flexible and they were incredibly faithful with no matter what God brought up. They mm-hmm. did it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, expect have a servant's heart coming into it and know that God's going to do something in you as you approach just wanting to serve him faithfully more than you're going to be able to do for a specific person. Now, And, and what's awesome is you're never going to hear the story of how you potentially impacted someone's life and changed someone's life, mm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not hear that story. Just know that you're going and serving faithfully. Yeah. I think another part you could probably talk about is the expectation of what God's going to teach or what God's going to do. If you come in with this expectation, this is what I'm going to learn. This is what I'm going to do. And you're not willing to be flexible, not only around schedule, around like different things that come up, but what God is working. Like Let, let your agenda be fluid in what the Father is trying to teach you and do in those moments. And then, again, what Ben said, it's imperfect. I have never, ever gone on a mission trip, ever. None of us in this room have that worked out perfectly. So recognize that. Check anything in your heart for those things. Check your heart. And then, <laughs> Jenny, you got anything else to add on the short-term mission trip conversation? I feel like we hit a lot. Yeah. as That's, that's a doozy of a conversation. I hope you have questions. Yeah, that's good. Ask those do. to people you love, yeah. people you trust. But otherwise, we're done here for week 12,000 and a half of the Oasis podcast. Week 74,000. 74,000. I realized I got it wrong last week, guys. I won't. So it's not going to happen again. I won't let it happen. I'm going to be better. I hope you get it wrong again. It'd be funny. I've been praying about it. Sure <laughs> you haven't? I'm proud of you. <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. That's yeah, it. That's good. Yeah. Sign out for the Oasis podcast. Oasis. Peace. Yeah. Music time.